Uh, do we know what episode we're up to? Is it 35? So, is it? Let me let me no. check. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I just broke I FM. have to podcast. I was like, that's not real typing, is it? <laughs> no. Yeah, this is episode 35. Woohoo! We are so that is crazy. freaking cool. Okay, hold on one second. We are the best in the West, and everybody knows it. So when you get to 52, will it be a year? Is that how many weeks are in yes, the year? Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that how, yes, we've been doing this that... every single week. You know what's real cute is when people say, my sister Laura, who is a diehard fan, she's like, I didn't see the podcast posted. I'm like, we post every Tuesday. Do you? <laughs> like yeah. she that listens all so the time. Funny. We post every yeah. single day at the same time. So <laughs> we're in episode thirty-five. Glad to be alive, and we mm-hmm. have a returning guest. She not only, although her what do you call that? Her reign has ended as the most listened to podcast. Woody has now gone above Jamie Andrews, but she Dang. has come back <laughs> to tell us what it was like living a certain part of her dharma she did a huge project she uh, did a movie but anyway she's coming up in just a second is that tantalizing you guys want to stick around don't you Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. I'm your host, Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. And we're it's, back. Uh, that was tantalizing. We, yes, how tantalizing. Uh, before <laughs> we get into this fantastic guest... I do want to say, so we have this challenge to get 100 reviews on iTunes, which I realize now. So one of my big mentors said, hey, I'll be on your show as soon as you get 100 reviews. And I realize the comedy of this now. Um, it's pure comedy. We're all laughing. Lot. It takes a lot to get <laughs> yeah. reviews. Let's see how many we have so far. Let's see. One, two, three. We have 18. 18 reviews out of 100. So please go to, if you I thought Google. I it said like 25. What's that? I thought it said like 25. There's reviews. 24 ratings, but we need reviews. Oh, come on. We need reviews. Come so on. If you Google, because I have to podcast <laughs> iTunes, it will take you right to the page. Go to the bottom. It says customer reviews. Please leave us a review and we will love you forever. And maybe even give you a little smoochy boochie. A little smoochy boochy. Now you can. COVID's gone. Gone. It's gone. Oh yeah. It's by the way, we can all kiss. Uh, while we're all three on here, uh, COVID's gone. Uh, we <laughs> went to a Dodger game with like fifty-two thousand fans, no wow. mask. Yeah. Uh, nobody cares I anymore. Uh, the Foo Fighters just played Madison Square Garden. <laughs> wow. Yep. COVID's over. So congratulations, we did it. I, I don't know, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, do you feel like, so I did go to that Dodger game and I didn't wear a mask. I went to a Petco and accidentally didn't wear a mask, but then I went to the grocery store and I was like, ooh, I don't know, and I kept the mask on. But now I'm worried I'm going to be labeled an anti-vaxxer because I have a mask on. Oh, no, you'll be seen as cautious. Cautious. Wisely cautious. What? 
You are wisely conscious. Because the people who are anti-vaxxers are also anti-maskers, and they're going to say, oh, I got vaccinated, and that's why I'm not wearing a mask. They're going to lie. But isn't that yeah. funny that they have to actually say out loud that I did get vaccinated? Even yeah, though that they're so against it, but they have to say it to get by. Maybe we should all get shirts that, that say yeah. that say what? I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I'm just still scared. I, yeah, I'm vaccinated and still slightly a little, you know, worried. Worried. <laughs> I live in fear. <laughs> oh That's actually perfect. I live in fear. Yeah, I live in fear. Thanks. <laughs> I was at the grocery store today and I noticed some employees weren't wearing masks and some were. So I don't know if that was the vaccination thing uh, or what. I've still seen employees all wearing them. It's still a regulation. Like it's still said, you guys don't have to. Even though I am vaccinated too, I'm an employee and I still well, cannot remove this. That's a lot this. to put on a shirt. That's, yeah. it, it's, it's that's a, at Dodger it's the Stadium too. and it's they're the in a union. <laughs> So, who knows? Well, no, no, that's like even Trader Joe's, though. Which did they have a that sign union? that said Maybe. that they had to wear? That's where I yeah, was. Yeah. I didn't want to say oh. the brand name, just oh. in case. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, it's called uh, Meyer. Trace. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> Meyer. Those. Of I you, also uh, want to point out, even though um, our dear listener can't see you, I noticed you had gotten some new headshots, and I was like, "Oh, I love how your your hair up in a ponytail, and that's the way you have your hair now." Is that something yeah, that I, I helped it's my facilitate? New thing. I do think it brings like a young, punky, like I'm young and youthful, and I love everything, and I have no fear except for getting COVID. I love um, it. I don't know if I'm desperately clinging to that, but if all it takes is this hairstyle, I'm in. I, well, yeah, I'm someone who's a little older who wears pigtails all the time. So I That's mean, right. you do what you do. You got to be you. I, I, yeah. I feel like it, it looks fancy somehow. Like you did something too. Like you actually did something instead of just yeah. putting it up. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure how it works. I mean, I do I'm the whole man bun thing because I have to. Oh, otherwise um, I'll get too hot and it will all like heat overheat. You could wear a bun like, on um, top of your head or a big ponytail. Oh God, maybe a braid. No. Mm. How about I a man would, braid? Would, you should bring out the man braid. <laughs> I would do the braid maybe because I would like you with that's two hilarious. Braid. Two braids. No, I'm all right. That would work. That would work. I mean, what's his name? Uh, from the bassist of uh, Ozzy's old bassist, Metallica's new bassist. He does that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Oh, by the yeah. way. Jamie, today yes. is Jason's birthday. Happy birthday. <gasps> Jason, happy birthday. I'm Jesus. sorry. What? How did I escape no, okay. me? Oh, my I, goodness. I still care. Thank you. He is accepting cash donations uh, in, <laughs> okay, my, what's your Ven- in my Venmo name. <laughs> it's under. It's a different name. It may not sound like his, but it will go to him. It's called the Julie Slater. <laughs> How do you feel? I mean, I know we have a guest, but Jason, how are you feeling on your birthday? I mean, <laughs> 58 years old is just too shy from 60. So, you know, you tell me. <laughs> he looks good. He looks real good. He looks good for 64. It must be that uh, high ponytail. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, I lived in Silver Lake before it was Cool Kid Central. Me too. <laughs> yeah, you did actually. Yeah, right yeah, as I, I left, it you, got real cool. You were like on the cusp of like it as was it turned kind of into... dangerous. I left because I was literally getting flyers that gangs were coming in. It made me scared, and then See, all of a sudden, you know what? They didn't realize the gang was a bunch of hipsters. 
<laughs> I know. Hey, we're here to make you look and feel good. I don't like skinny jeans, so it's probably best I got out. <laughs> yeah. Are people still wearing skinny jeans? Are hipsters still around? I don't even know. What happened to hipsters I, during COVID? I haven't seen many people. They all went back home because they, they didn't live with their parents. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I, it's like a joke, but also real. A lot of people, that was a big thing that people had to do. So I don't know. That's... Okay, well. Okay, let's, so... <laughs> let's bring in some happiness and laughter. Uh, our guest this week, uh, she's been on the pod in the beginning, our beginning days. Gosh, that was so long ago. Oh, my gosh. That was. Uh, was Jamie like Andrews. She Do you remember is... what episode she was? Huh? Uh-huh. If I had to guess, I want to say six. Four. Oh. Was it four? Uh, no. Okay, those are both really good guesses. Hold on. Count to five. I'll be right there with Wouldn't you. Wouldn't that be great if it were a five? I was like right in between Wait, what we what did guessed. you both say? I said six. I said four. Oh, yeah. Six is correct. <gasps> Thank ding, you. Ding, ding. You are good. Damn. Yeah, she is and it And it was our most Baller. listened podcast until it wasn't. Until Woody came along. Until yeah. Woody came along and just ripped it right out. Man. Ow. <laughs> can't fight the Woody. <laughs> so Jamie is an uh, actress, also a writer. And now full-fledged producer. Although you have produced even, didn't you produce your theater show too? So you've been producing. Yeah, for a yeah, bit. I've produced yeah. theater before. Um, but this was a whole new thing. It's kind of still very dreamlike to me. Like I don't believe it happened. I'm not sure <laughs> how it happened. I know it did happen, but it seems like a hundred years ago, and it was really just like a, a month ago we finished. Yeah, we wanted wow. to bring you back because you really, to me, decided you made a choice to, to do something huge. You had written a screenplay and thought, I want to put this out. And I'm sure there was so many emotions of really going for it and deciding to really finance it and all that. You know, I don't know all the background on all that, but I guess I know I wanted you to take us through, you know, how all that felt just when, like what made you make that decision and then kind of going through it actually happening? Well, I guess I've always heard, you know, what a long process it is to get a movie made. Like I really believed in the script. And I think, you know, if we tried to go through the usual process, maybe we could have found financing. But I mean, this is a several years long process and it is so topical. It is called Division. It is about the political divide in our country and it takes place before the election of 2020. So we felt like we had to do it right away yeah, for it to still be relevant and for it to be less of a period piece and more current with everything going on. I mean, Trump hasn't gone away. It, the right wing is doing some scary maneuvers to try and wrest power and, and it just becomes more and more relevant all the time. And so, yeah, we, we thought of getting financing. Um, we were going to try that route, but like it came down to the director's availability. My friend David Garver, who is also a producer and in the movie, has worked with and is friends with Jason Wynn, who's this lovely director who I got along with so well. And he was like, I... I can either do this next month or at the end of August. Okay, you do it at the end of August. It's not done until the beginning of 2022. 
It's not done until the beginning of 2022. It's not in festivals till 2023. You had to make a quick decision. I, I did. Yeah, and, no kidding. And, and my producers were concerned, like, don't you want to, you know, we don't really have time to fundraise. You really need to dedicate time to that. And I'm very, very fortunate and sold my house in LA last year and it, it really appreciated. So I'm like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm in a position where I can do this. And, you know, my mom may think it's insane and, and it very <laughs> may well be, but if I can't, use some of my good fortune to to support my dream and my vision then then what's the point right you know and and why try and you know i have my friends struggle and like why try and take money from them like i have the money make the damn movie like and i think i when we decided it was funny because it was my producers were kind of like, no, you want more than a month to get this ready. And me and Jace were like, no, we're doing it. We're doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I felt so elated in that moment. Like, and, and I'm given to second guessing myself. So I'm like, if this wasn't the right thing to do, I feel like I would have had more fear. Yeah. yeah. It, it just felt like, like the right thing to do and so many amazing things fell into place like our lead actor was just out of this world and yeah I'm I'm hearing great things from the editor like it's it's really difficult because I wanted to step back and and let Jason have his vision and not micromanage the director yes yeah sure that makes sense. <laughs> but like in doing so, I had to let go of, you know, what I imagined it to be. So like, I'm going to see the first rough cut in a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, a director can take it to so many different places. Yeah. Or someone I mean, else, I, I, whoever edits yes. it can even do it. Yeah. Or even the editor, right? Yeah. 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 And it's funny because the editor is a friend. He's always been very supportive of me. And I said to my friend doing graphics for the film, Corey, I said, um, you know, like, oh, <laughs> Andrew's like not saying anything about it. Is, do you think that's bad? Like, he, he, he's not, <laughs> he's not like saying, hey, everything looks good. Or, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And so Corey's like, I, I wrote to him asking the specs and he wrote back and said like how good everything looks and how the acting is really good. <laughs> I'm like, did you ask him? Like, I can't believe I just said he's not saying that. And he went and said it to you and, and not me. Right. Life is just funny. Yeah. He yeah. didn't want to give me the satisfaction or something. I don't know. So what did you learn about yourself during this whole process of producing a film? I mean, there seems like I know you've acted in a lot of different things. This is so you must have so much more respect for everyone's position in a movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have a lot more respect for myself, honestly. Like, I totally acknowledged to my whole team, like, I could melt down. I don't know how this is going to go. This is a lot to take on. Yeah. And I, I kind of maybe just acknowledge that to Kurt, but, like, I had David uh, say to me after, and, and I, I'm sorry to use his words instead of my own, but I don't trust myself. No, he, he just said um, just how well I handled like every aspect. And that meant so much to me to hear right? because I didn't know how it could go. I really, and there were times it was incredibly difficult, but now I feel like going on set again as an actor, I'm going to be stronger. 
I, I, yeah, I'm so much aware of everything that goes into it. And yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of how it went and, and how I handled it. Like I, I, I managed to maintain chill. There's this thing in our behind the scenes video, (laughs) Uh, our behind the scenes guy, Eric is great. And he said, um, you know, what's a funny thing we could do? And I said, Oh, we could have a Jamie Freakometer." <laughs> where, where, and Jason's like, only if it's a p- paper plate with a scale from one to 10 and like a red arrow. that you move. <laughs> And so like with a million other things to do, I make this plate <laughs> the night before. That's so funny. And I wound up forgetting about it the whole time. Because oh uh, I mean, so they didn't and there need were it. times. It's not that yeah, I didn't need I it. There were, it there, were, didn't need it. <laughs> there were times I was definitely freaking out, but from what I hear, no one knew about it. Yeah. Like Kurt, Kurt, my husband, your husband. <laughs> knew, <laughs> knew about it. He took the part. He, he he got to see some of the behind the scenes freakage, but <laughs> it was not unwarranted. Things. Yeah. I mean, what did someone say? Maybe Jason. Like uh, movies are just things going wrong and. And then fixing them. Wow. You know, there's always going to be things going wrong. And that was a big thing to learn. To not yeah. freak out. At first, you know, whenever something was off, I'd get really upset. And then eventually things are off and you just say, okay, deal with that this way. You know, you you right. chill out about everything. Yeah, sure. What would you say is the most surprising thing you learned? Oh, dear. What is the most surprising thing I learned? That it's easiest to memorize lines when you've written them i guess that's not surprising <laughs> that's very funny <laughs> i know um, what's coming next guys i got this one uh <laughs> someone's like line and you're like oh that's a bloody blah blah yeah go ahead yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> that's um, <awesome. laughs> uh the surprising thing is, is was that i that i have a a good producerial mind that I'm I'm good at solving problems and seeing my way through to things and following through on things and seeing everything that needs to be done. Yeah, that 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 surprised me. I, you know, I, I didn't know how I'd respond to it, and I guess I should have had more faith in myself. You're a good manager. Yeah, of time and, and, people. Say, and yeah. of people. Yeah, that's the, it, it. Was really nice. We had a really happy set. It was it was a really lovely experience, like on the whole. Is there that anything so awesome. that you wish that. you could do differently, besides have someone else pay for it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be thing number one. Um, Although, do you think uh, you put I more mean, into it because you did invest in it? Yeah, there. Gonna say that that could be something. Yeah. Would I put more? No, into did you it? put more, more into it because you did because invest in it? If it was someone else's invested, money, do you yeah. think you'd had any different thoughts on it? Or maybe there could be more pressure that other people are investing. Yeah, Flip I think it could go to either way. That's a good point. Maybe it would have been more pressure if I had other people looking in, and because it was, you know, me footing the bill, it was like comfortable in a way. Like, well, here we go. Here goes nothing. We're throwing it all <laughs> against the wall. But. Uh, I mean, things that I do differently, it's just like little things here and there you realize, oh, in the script, this, this should have happened there. And it's just little stuff like, yeah, yeah. fine tuning stuff that, that from people I've spoken to say, you never realize that until after you're done shooting. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Like you're, you're always going to second guess stuff. 
Do you still? Maybe I wish I. Maybe I wish I had um, acted on my gut a couple times. There were a couple times when I felt strongly about something and and let it go, and then I was like, you know, I I probably should have spoken up about that. Do you still have? So you had a pretty big like euphoria from filming. So now it's filmed, and now it's at an editor. So now, Mm -hmm. what's the feeling? I guess is anxiousness. What's going on in your head right now? You're sort of in the midst of fulfilling well, this dream. Yeah. And and there's definitely anxiousness of, of not having any control over it and not knowing what it's going to be and, and being afraid. My Jason, the director, said, um, okay, we're all going to see a rough cut in a couple of weeks and we're all going to want to kill ourselves after. <laughs> He's like, that's that just the way it goes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, shit. This is normal, yeah. I know, yeah. Like, I'm already given to that. I I don't know how that's going to go. It's going to put me over the edge. Um, But, um, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful. Um, I'm really glad. I I thought maybe I'd have a huge mental crash after. And and that hasn't happened. I've had a, a physical one for sure. I've been, like, housebound for the last three weeks basically um they don't know what's wrong yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean probably also mentally exhausted i think it could be it was three months of really intense non-stop 16 hour day activity you know wake up at 5 a.m like that's computing till like 10 11 o'clock at night it was it was could you sleep well during it no, of course not. I just started sleeping over eight hours again. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's that so is wild. Intense. I it, it, yeah, I, I so I thought like I'd go back to sleeping because I'm a big like eight hours or more kind of girl, and I thought I'd go back to sleeping fully like as soon as it was over. No, it took like another month. <laughs> <laughs> it's mean. So now while you're waiting for that to get edited, what do you do? Are you working on anything else? Like, do you, are you busying yourself with something else to? Um, well, I have been resting a lot cause I haven't yeah. been feeling so great, but, um, there are, there are lots of things I could do. Um, I, I had to write to hostess to get clearance. To, I was so smart about not using products and then i threw some ding-dongs in there i never thought about i know that people play pay for placement but you can't like even eat a ding-dong on film well i thought maybe we could get away with it and like change the name but then i realized the actor brought out the box in the scene oh my god so like you can't you're you're like i'm like i begged mr ding-dong and they (laughs) the ding-dong respond Ding-dongs responded, and they, they gave us permission to use it. Wow. Wow. That, it, it's so insane for that someone that's awesome. not in... What? <laughs> What's happening? Um, he was like, describe the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's just about two crazy kids. Um... <laughs> Well, Mr. Ding Dong or Mr. <laughs> Hostess, rather. What's your beautiful stance? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, well where do he, you live? Do you have What's a flag your flag flying? And he's like, uh, "It sounds like a sweet film." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the number one word I'd use to describe it." That's right. Siskel and Ebert would too. Promise you. Do they no. sign um, something then? 
Yeah, they they sent the form, and you know, I mean, I mean, who knows where this is going to go? Yeah, you know, ultimately, um, you know, I I have a lawyer now, which is another that's a surprising thing and weird. Um, so I'm going to run it by her and see what she thinks. Couldn't you? Um, Would it be too much work to just like? I mean, how much time is that box on there? Couldn't you well, block it out somehow with magic? Um, the the thing, the form they sent, the the permission form says like you can't blur out the box, you can't. No, but I mean, if they said no, they said I don't no. know what no. we do. I said I can't that's even what imagine. I told them. How do I'm people like... make movies? I can't even imagine all this. Like if yeah. someone goes to McDonald's in a movie, you got to get McDonald's to say it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But isn't that funny? The smallest thing in the whole movie is a label that says, I mean, you know, however big that label is. Boy, and it says they, one they word. must have someone. <laughs> right. And that word is. Is there someone on set? Dollars. And I was terrified that this yeah. was going to like, because the woman who let us use her location remodeled that room. Like that room oh we shot in no longer God. exists. We can't reshoot that. So the actress wild. is from out of state. Like we'd have to pay for her to come to. Like it would be a nightmare. Wow. wow. Yeah, I don't know the if the average listener knows, even with music, anytime you see characters even humming for a second, a song, mm, yeah. you have to get rights for that. And then you think about, you know, all these movies with these amazing soundtracks and, and someone was just talking about a movie that's coming out or just came out and they literally go through a playlist during it. And it's all these big hits. And my friend was just like, oh, my God, they had to play a they had to pay probably a million dollars for this one five minute scene where they're just clipping through songs it's just it's mind-blowing right. that's insane yeah now i will say though like if they're humming that is very cheap compared i mean it's to... cheaper because you're oh, not really? paying for the oh, performance yeah, yeah. you only pay the songwriter okay and that's okay. why places like gray's anatomy have everyone doing covers covers because then you don't exactly. have to pay cold play you just pay yeah. well you do end up in that case paying cold play for the songwriting but not for the performance yeah, it's very yeah. minimal. Oh, you're not that's paying right. like the record label. You just pay the yeah. songwriter. Well, that's that's like with us. Our music is used. Rival in a tides. Lot of, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to tell everybody. Rival, Rival tides. This is bad, by the way. There's a lot of stuff that they use, and they and they hardly use the vocals because it would increase the price. Wow. An insane amount, which would be rad for us, of course. Yeah. But you know, it's. It's when it's used worldwide and it's used on certain programs, then it's like that's just going to be shelling yeah. out a fortune just for using one song, let alone however many more they use. What music did you use in yours? Do you have it set yet? Um, and why haven't you used any of ours yeah. or asked us to write something? Um, you know, I, I wrote be, I, I wrote be, the because uh, I have to theme with Sean Friday. I would be honored to use any of your music if you wanted me to. Honestly, I would be thrilled. We do have, uh, we open with a song from Trailer Bride. It's this little band from North Carolina found like 20 something years ago. And it just, I think it sets the Southern Gothic mood. Um, you already got called, the rights for that? Yeah, it was so funny. I went through, to get the other two songs, I use um, Party Favor by Enon and Silver Rider by Low. And they had me doing backflips for two months to get a two-year festival license from either of them. I write to Bloodshot Records for Trailer Bride. I'm like, what do you think about this? They're like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, like, we, done. It's already signed. That's yeah. it? Yeah. 
Oh my god. I have a feeling Low does a lot of movie work. They write a lot of songs. If that's the same band, I'm thinking. What is it? Uh, Misha's coughing. Oh. My poor boy. Aww. Little puppy. Yeah, we have the attention. Same. Must be paid. We we know you that done? sound. Little yeah. Mishy bird. Rayla makes that sound. Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's it's a small dog. Uh, a esophagus trache- thing, I believe. Uh, yeah, esophagus thing. Yep. Yeah. Oh. We don't yeah. need to get into Rayla. Yeah. Uh, our last episode was all about these needles that we have to use. Oh um, yeah, the saline. I haven't heard about that yet. I'll yeah, listen. Yeah. I'll listen last week. So you were saying like. <laughs> Here, should, I, should we pretend it's me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, it's not Jason. Um, <laughs> That's true. We had that one episode where he thought he was muted and he wasn't. And he kept oh, coughing. Classic. Classic. Yes. Classico. Um, that's going into like the Carol Burnett Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. I love, using, so I love using current references that the kids will understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic for a reason. Yeah. Oh, Missy Bird. God bless you. Does he need to seek medical attention? Um, Generally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you said you're basically taking a break. Um, I guess you're still focused on the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to do stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I had to go through. There's a lot of times when our characters are looking at the phone or looking at the computer, and I had to go through and say what's on the screen and, you know, tell Corey, you know, to design a page that has this stuff on it. And so that'll be put in place of the green screen, you know, just, just tons of stuff like that. I do plan. I I thought I'd get into it right away, but I, I should have been more realistic with myself that um, the memoir I wrote when I first moved to LA and did nothing with, I planned to revisit that because it'd be real cool for them to come out at the same time. Right. Just say. OMJ. Um, no pressure. <laughs> taking over every media genre. Do it. Um, and uh uh, so I, I plan to work on that, uh, you know, when my head space is available. And, and so you're what are your, back to your um, solid eight hours a night, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm getting there. <laughs> what good. are your big takeaways from deciding that you were going to make a movie because you had to? Um, For the dear listener listening, some, some life advice. Okay. Uh, my big takeaway is is don't wait. I mean, we we all feel like we have so there are time. things we want to try and things we want to do. Don't wait. I used to say, that, I think I used to say it to you, Julie, like the difference between us and the people doing it is they're doing it. You just have to do it. And it's, I mean, it's one of the themes in my movie. Like why, you know, why is it so hard to make the most of yourself? Why to, yeah, to, to to fulfill your promise. And I think that's like the human dilemma and it, and it, it feels great. It's, it's scary, but I mean, it's already the thing I'm, well, maybe I should wait to see it, but I'd say it's the thing I'm <laughs> proudest of in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know, even if it's garbage, I'll be proud that I did it. 
Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, okay, hold on. Let's let's relax. Your first off, the play you wrote was insane. You also starred in it as well. I don't know if you produced it or directed yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, but partially with Brandon. Partially. Clark. So like, and okay, that's a play. Fine, it's different, but it's still the same yeah. genre of things, right? And, right, and your right. your writing, your writing is great, your acting Thank is great. Acting. And and reading the script for this yeah. was like, holy shit, this is rad. Wow. This is wild as well. I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. I I think so. I think, I think it could be. <laughs> I think so, she said, well cowering in the corner. I, I mean it's just, you know, I, you just you just yeah. don't know. You don't know how people will receive things. Sure. You know but yeah. I had to do it, like you, because I have to. I had to do it. Yeah, that's right. I, I yeah. All I, right. I did um, not have a choice. I I don't know yeah. what I'd I'd be kicking myself or I don't know what what would I be doing with myself if I didn't do it. Sleeping. You'd just be thinking about it forever <laughs> until you do sleeping. it. That's yeah. Sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Maybe sleeping. Yeah. Maybe not having this ulcer or whatever is going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope this inspires. Dear listener, listening to just go do yeah. it. I will. Let me bring up, um, you know, our good friend Sue. She had um, this great guy, Richie, was a friend of hers, and he uh, just recently passed away. And he died fairly suddenly, like within weeks. But he wanted to buy a, you know, he loved really expensive clothes, and there were these shorts that were really expensive. And he's like, ah, I don't think I'm going to buy them. And then he got this rapid illness and died, and so. At the funeral and everything, it was hashtag by the shorts. So it's oh. like, I know it's like, and he was such a great, uh, everyone loved him. It was so beautiful. Oh God, so yeah, he was it's like, awesome. buy the shorts, shoot the movie, mm -hmm. do what you want to do and do it now. Don't wait. It would be the big, mm. the big takeaway of this beautiful podcast. It is beautiful. It's a wonderful gift you give people. <laughs> and you. it's fun to listen to. Oh, thanks. Uh, we do you. have a quick segment before we go. It's five o'clock somewhere. What? What? And we are going to do this quickly. <laughs> In that case. Oh, <laughs> drink it. I love from left field. In that case. <laughs> She's got a drink ready to go. <laughs> okay, question number one. Now that lockdown is over. What's one thing you miss about it? I mean, that's the thing. I don't miss anything about it because I've been in self-imposed lockdown. <laughs> um, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't feel like I'm missing it much because I, I haven't really been able to, to go, go anywhere yeah. not feeling well. Um, right. Yeah. It doesn't. Okay. It, it's not feeling too different. All right. That's a that's a <laughs> default. Question yeah. number I mean, two. Yeah. All right, what's your next vacation? <gasps> oh my gosh, I am going away so much. In August, I'm going to New York for my uncle's memorial. That's not a fun vacation. That's, yeah. But it is being held at Silver Bay, which if you watched The Vow, is where that Nexium cult had oh their retreats <laughs> so i'm super excited <laughs> to go in the lake where the cult was you think you'll catch anything i hope <laughs> i catch some devotion all right question number three who would play you in a movie 
Like me. I mean, you're like, I'm not letting <laughs> anyone else take the part. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I know. Perfect oh, answer. God. You know what? It would probably be like Anne Hathaway. <laughs> I don't know that I care for that. Good old Annie. Any yeah. other choices? <laughs> Just kidding. Come on. Share, admit it. The like perky, but like a little annoying. Mm. Yeah. I find her act. to be a lot of annoying. Okay, yeah, question yeah. number four. You found right. me to be that way at first, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... what, what's a belief that you hold with which many people disagree? Lil Peep is an amazing <laughs> musician. You just watched okay. a documentary or something? I don't even know who yes. Lil Peep is. <laughs> I, I'm in <laughs> love with this young dead rapper. Oh, is he dead? I didn't know. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Okay, question, drugs, question and number five. Drugs, and I love it. I love drugs and drugs love drugs. me. sadness and drugs, and I love it. Okay. Uh, question right. number five. What can you Sorry, do today dude. that you were incapable of doing five years ago? Having that Oscar cry moment that you just did for Lil Peep? <laughs> Don't feed her uh, answers. Something <laughs> I was incapable of doing five years ago. Gosh, I wish I could say like cook for myself, but I'm still not capable of that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, maybe advocate for myself. I mean, and really I'm learning that. I, I learned that a lot on the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I... It's terrible, but I think I grew up, you know, as a 70s child, like, that women were subjugated and less than, and that what we said wasn't as important, and that we would get talked over, and and I always took the backseat, and it really took me being in charge to realize that I could be. Yeah. I mean, I when I ran the theater, I had a little of that, but but even then, I I lost sight of it, and and it, it felt good to have those those pants back on. Yeah. Well, I wonder too, as an actress, there's a lot of that that almost doesn't feel like you're in charge because you're always auditioning and like have to be sort of accepted to get those parts. I don't know. Does that have anything like? I. You, I think you nailed it. Yeah. I think just generally being a Hollywood or Hollywood adjacent person, you learn to be pliant because people don't want to work with you if you're not. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of go along with whatever, but people do respect when you speak your mind. Some, sometimes, I don't yeah. know. Some people get away with more than others. I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a tough one. All right, I guess. Jamie Andrews, you've been a fantastic guest. We can't wait to see the film Division. Any guess when you think it will actually be completed? Um, I don't know if it's realistic. We are aiming for September because a lot of the festival, big festival deadlines are in September. Yeah. Right. But that's that's an ambitious timeline. 
All right. We, well, we believe. Look forward. We will look forward to it. Thank you so it. much. I yeah. love you both so much. And we love, love that you, you went after your dreams and continue to do so. Thanks, guys. Yes. No love kidding. you, boo-boo. Love, love you. you. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> oh, wait. I want to hear, hear the follow-up. I'm like, what are you going to say? Oh, my God. You're talking about the afterpod? That's not for that's not for your ears. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> I'll learn next week. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the afterpod as we talk about our guest after they leave the room. <laughs> Can you hear us? Oh no, you can't. You wanted to. You wanted to be a part. She tried of to this. sneak in on this one. No, she's a little sneaky deaky Dutch. So that was Jamie Andrews, now a film producer. I love everything about. It. So exciting. That it really is exciting. Stuff. Yeah, I can't freaking wait. I know she's nervous, but man, I just love all her. You know, you just gotta do it. You just gotta, you just gotta jump off. What are you waiting for? I mean, there yeah. are a lot of people. You know, we lose some really great people in our lives that don't have the chance to do these things. So do so it for true. them. Do it for yeah. you. It's crazy how we put off stuff. You know, I, know, I don't, I don't know. It's always like, man, maybe I'll handle that tomorrow, next week. Sure. Maybe I'll live my dreams another time. What about living your dreams now? And and some people say that they don't know what their dream is or what their dharma is. And the big thing is just what do you enjoy doing? And I had um, one of the, the programs I'm in, one of the coaches, Sarah, I mm -hmm. believe, posted that, you know, some people come across their dreams just by, you know, maybe they read a lot. And just reading is their joy, but then reading leads to something else, which leads to something else, which maybe leads to them writing. And then they write a movie like, you know, right. it's just what you, it's not like you have to, whatever you brings you joy doesn't have to be this huge thing. It could be like, I love drawing doodles, you know, I don't know, or yeah, going for walks into something and, or yeah. whatever. And you just do more of what you love. Yeah. And that can turn into something even bigger. And then you end up doing some super fantastic thing that you love doing. And maybe you even get paid to do it. Yeah, I know. My dad even said that recently, too. Uh, we went to go meet with a customer. And he was like, yeah, both of my sons. I just told them, hey, be you and do stuff that makes you feel good and makes you happy. That's sweet. That's it. Simple as that. It's what makes you happy. Jason Friday, birthday boy. It's my birthday. Um, Another year has gone by. What have you learned? Boy, what haven't I learned? Just about <laughs> everything. Um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, you know. <laughs> um, don't injure yourself is one. Do things, but be cautious, right? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like I've learned a lot. Do things and make the decision right make make a choice make the decision because you know that that is the right decision to do it so then just do it if you're thinking of something there's a reason why and if you do it and you're like oh this isn't what i want to be doing guess what yeah. stop doing it do something That's else right. yeah stop putting so that. much pressure on whether or not something is what you're meant to be doing just put yeah. your dip your toe in there Dip a toe because Figure it out. what you're meant to be doing, you may not even know. It doesn't even matter because as long as it brings you happiness, that's something that is meaningful. And then you could say, I meant to do this. Yeah. Maybe you end up it, helping others with whatever you're doing. I mean, you know, hey, 
I I love helping others too. I've said that in other episodes many times. I won't say it again. You Maybe I should have been a doctor. I said that again. Uh-huh. Of a should you gun. have been a doctor? Did you ever want to be a doctor? I said a doctor. Do- I wanted to be a because... coroner. So we had different. Right. That's we could have had a, what out. a shop we could have had. You'd be the doctor, <laughs> and then I'd be the coroner. It's like a one-stop <laughs> shopping mall. <laughs> That would work out well. Uh, <laughs> what kind of doctor did you want to be? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've always liked. You I start know, now. I By 80, you'll be done with school. But yeah, but just certain things always like brought me curiosity and I don't know, dissecting things, uh, you know, figuring stuff out. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people don't like doing stuff like that. They're just like, no, nah, just, you know, I want it to already whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's you know, I I never was like I want to be a doctor, not once in my life, ever, not once. But you know, as I've gotten older, I'm like, you know, I do like helping people. I like helping animals. Maybe I should have been a vet. Then I'd be able to do the uh, su- sub Q needle <laughs> treatments by yourself. Yeah, solo, I could do it with my eyes closed. I always <laughs> loved the movie Gross Anatomy. That was so cute, and I loved watching them all go through medical school. That was very early. I don't know. It's probably nineties. Yeah, did you say Gross Anatomy? I think it's called Gross Anatomy because that's the name of a book. Oh, that's gotcha. a medical book. Let's say Gross yeah, yeah, Anatomy yeah. movie. Do you want to know who's in it? I totally do. But can Matthew you see why? Matthew Modine. I thought... Oh my gosh! You know it's hilarious. So Matthew yeah. Modine didn't he always have red hair? He is white as can be. A that's silver how, fox. That's, he's a silver fox. That's how. Oh, <laughs> Roger Ebert. Let's see what that 1989 review. <laughs> Yeah, Siskel and Ebert give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I feel like that's, you're right. Did you know that Roger Ebert won a Pulitzer Prize for being a distinguished, for distinguished criticism? Gosh, I could have won that award. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, back to Jamie. So we're super excited. I'm so proud of her. She is one of my greatest friends, and she brings a lot of joy to my life. She and does. I'm so happy that she really made a decision to go for it. And I'm very, very happy and proud. Jamie Absolutely. Andrews. Are you kidding me? Especially in her position for this movie. She did almost, you know, she wrote she has, it. You know, she's the main character in it. She's the main One character. One of the main characters. She I have a small it. voiceover role. Oh, yes. Well. And I just had a heart of gold. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, another great podcast. 35. 35. Wow. I'm still in shock. I love it. Until next time. Next time, boo-boos. Happy birthday. Thank you. Get over here. (laughs) That sounded like a fart, but okay. (laughs) You want one of those? No. All right. Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Also, subscribe, like, leave us a great review wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To Podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cause I Have To Podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash Cause I Have To. Keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to. Till next time.